Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is August 21st. Today we're going to be studying in Helaman chapter 5, and we're actually going to go back a little bit, because in my excitement to talk about verse 12, which I love, I completely skipped over another one of my favorite verses, which is verse 10. Verse 10 says, And remember also the words which Amulek spake unto Zeezrom in the city of Ammonihah. For he said unto him that the Lord surely should come to redeem his people, but that he should not come to redeem them in their sins, but to redeem them from their sins. Now, in and from are such tiny words, but they completely change the meaning of that phrase. Saved in our sins or saved from our sins. For Christ to save us in our sins would completely forego the use of our agency to choose to be saved. Honestly, it sounds a lot like the premortal plan of the adversary. When he said, I'll save them all no matter what, whether they want to be saved or not, I will save them in their sins. Drag them back kicking and screaming if I have to. (laughs) But God, in his wisdom and in his mercy, allowed knowing that it would cost him some of his children, allowed us the gift and the opportunity to choose our exaltation. Elder Packer once said, had agency come to man without the atonement, it would have been a fatal gift. But also, if the atonement had come to us without our agency to use it, it also would have been a fatal gift it would have been the plan of the adversary. And that was not Heavenly Father's design. It was not his desire for us to be saved kicking and screaming against our will. His hope, his desire, was that we would choose him, that we would choose repentance, that we would choose exaltation. And because of that, Christ saves us from our sins, not in them. Because exaltation demands the use of our agency. It requires something of our souls. Now, this is an unpopular doctrine in this day and age. In the world we live in, people want to believe that exaltation will require no effort on their part. That because God loves his children, he will choose to exalt every single one of us. No matter what, no matter what we've done. Now, he will choose to save us, meaning all of us have the gift of salvation meaning we are going to resurrect and we will have a life hereafter. That is salvation, and that is a gift for all of God's children because of the atonement of Jesus Christ. It does not require our agency. It will come to us no matter what. However, what we're talking about here is exaltation, a life with God and a life like God. And exaltation requires agency. Exaltation requires that we are saved from our sins. Exaltation requires that we choose Christ and choose repentance and choose God's plan. But that gift does not come to us without effort on our part. Remember what Nephi taught. He said that by grace we are saved after all we can do. But my friends, admittedly, we can't do much. I mean, this scripture makes it sound like we are going to be paying this huge part of our exaltation. And that's not true. Yes, we have to do all that we can do. 
But truthfully, and by the plan of God, we can't do a lot on our own. We can't earn our way into heaven. We can't live in a way that would be good enough on our own to get back there. In the end, all we can do is use our agency to repent, to choose Christ, and to change. So the real difference between in our sins and from our sins is how we are trying to live our lives today. Are we trying to find ways to live in our sins? Or are we striving to remove ourselves from our sins? To say that we are saved in our sins is to remove our agency, the core part of what makes us us. We have to choose it. Elder Packer also said, The atonement was made. Ever and always it offers amnesty from transgression and from death, if we will but repent. Repentance is the escape clause in it all. Repentance is the key with which we can unlock the prison from inside. We hold that key within our hands, and agency is ours to use it. The next verse says, And he hath power given unto him from the Father to redeem them from their sins because of repentance. Therefore he hath sent his angels to declare the tidings of the conditions of repentance, which bringeth unto the power of the Redeemer, unto the salvation of their souls. Heavenly Father gave Christ the power to redeem us, to purchase us, to buy us back. No matter what we do in this life, we cannot save ourselves. No matter what we do in this life, we cannot overcome sin by ourselves. But the Savior can redeem. He can buy us back from that sin. Another definition of redeem is to regain possession of something. Now, Christ doesn't just reach into our lives and take us. Instead, through repentance, we give ourselves to him. And he, through the infinite atonement, can regain the possession of us. We are his. He loves us. And he is far too invested in us to not fight for our redemption, not to seek us out and to search us out when we are wandering. That's why I love the second half of that verse 11, where it says that he sends angels to declare the conditions of repentance, to bring the power of the Redeemer. I remember I was talking to an institute teacher up at the U once, and this particular institute teacher was an institute teacher for the medical school. Because a lot of the medical students didn't have time to come over to the institute building, instead the institute building sent a teacher there, and they could take a class in the medical building. Now, this institute teacher said that he was talking to one of the medical school professors, and he asked how many of those med students flunked out. He was thinking it would be a high number, that half of them wouldn't actually graduate medical school. But the professor looked at him kind of perplexed. He said, what do you mean, how many of them fail? And he said, you know, how many of them don't graduate? How many of them don't become doctors? And the professor said to him, None of them, because by the time they've got here, we have invested too much in them to let them fail. Now, my friends, the Savior has purchased you with his blood. He has engraven you on the palms of his hands, and he is far too invested in you 
to let you fail. I testify that he is reaching out to you. He is waiting with open arms. And he is doing all within his power to save you. Now it's our turn to do all that we can do. And that's to turn our agency over to him. To repent. To change. And to strive to draw nearer to him. I testify that every step we take towards him, he takes ten more towards us. He does not want us to fail. He is invested in our success. But my friends, he cannot save us in our sins, but will do everything in his power to save us from them. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe, to like, to comment, and to share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. Thank you.